Back. To the Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer. Couple minutes left to go on a Tuesday morning. Thanks again to Nick Athen for joining us on the program. Uh, before we get to power rankings of the NFL here after week eight, I want to hit to the text line again. So we were we were going to the break, and we had a lot of people talking about uh, the Kareem Jackson hit, saying that it was legal. Look, I'm not saying that it's not a illegal hit. What's based it? If, I, if I'm sitting there, yes, that's a great football play. But the problem with football nowadays is the fact that even if it looks bad, it's going to get flagged. If it looks bad, it's going to get flagged. It's simple as that. Yes, I would agree. The humans out there playing NFL football are different than what they were 20 years ago. They're humongously big, and they are extremely fast. And every collision that they make that looks good is going to look violent. And if it looks violent, the, the refs are told to throw the flag. Simple as that. That doesn't make that doesn't make it right for the fans, but that's the rules. The refs are doing their job. Now, the fine, on the other hand, look, I'm thinking it's because of a multiple plays that are getting this big hefty half a million dollar fine. There's no doubt about that. Is the this last hit, was it deserving of it? Probably not. But this is if it looks bad anymore, it is going to get flagged. That's just the way it is. If it looks bad, even if it's perfect, if it looks bad, it's going to get flagged. If the quarterback gets flung to the ground and hits his head, if it looks bad, going to get flagged. Yes, the league has gotten soft, but they are all about protecting players because they are getting sued out the you know what and taken to court for all the years that you know players weren't protected and stuff. That's all happening behind the scenes. And so they're trying to prevent that from going forward by doing these type of things. Yes, and then we had a text, a texter message in asking about Jordan Love, if he's underrated or overrated. I don't think I don't think he's ever been overrated, has he? I, I don't consider Jordan Love to be overrated. Uh, I would have never thought him coming out of college. Um, I never would have thought that going into his first year starting. I just thought he was. A, a, a decent quarterback out of Utah State, and like how he was very, uh, you know, a good, I would consider it kind of a dual threat type guy who can move in the pocket. Um, I always thought that was something he could do pretty good. But I, I don't, I think it's too early to tell on Jordan Love personally. I think he has all the tools. Once again, it goes back to this thing. If you have, if you put Jordan Love on the 49ers roster, I guess Jordan Love looks okay. He has more pieces around him, a good offensive line, a lots of playmakers. No offense to the Green Bay Packers, but I mean Aaron Jones is hurt. Um they they've got a bunch of rookie receivers that are, you know, that he's trying to build a rapport with. So I I just think it's too early for Jordan Love. I don't think he's overrated. I don't think he's underrated either. Um I think it's just too early to tell at this point in time. He needs a full season to really get an idea of what they can do. Because guess what? In the NFL, if you're not the starter, you're not really getting physical reps. You're getting mental reps in the NFL. And it really is that way in college anymore, too, depending on which school you're at. But you're you're just having to get mental reps. And so you don't get and when you think when Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of uh, ahead of you, you think you're getting any reps? Heck no. 
Rodgers taking all of them. So this guy's trying to learn how to be an NFL starting quarterback this year. In the season. He's in his first year. Most of us didn't know how the heck to do our jobs very well in our first year. We learned as we went along. Jordan Love needs more time to figure it out. I don't think he's overrated. I don't think he's underrated. I just think that he's probably somewhere in between that. I know that's a cop-out move, but if I had to pick, I'd probably say he's probably underrated because I don't think he's ever been overrated. Uh, But he just needs more time to get a rapport with those receivers and things like that. He just needs more time with Jordan Love, in my opinion. Okay, we got just a couple minutes left to go here. I wanted to get to a quick couple quick thoughts on some rankings in the NFL power rankings. Um, so let's rank something. I was going to give my top five in the NFL, and this is interesting because I wrote this down last night before I was going to bed. I, I jotted this down. And then this morning I saw on The Athletic, they put out their power rankings, and it made me felt really good. So I have a 1A and 1B. I've got the Chiefs and the Eagles at 1A and 1B. I mean, are we on our way to a possible Super Bowl rematch? I don't know. I don't. I doubt it because it's so hard to do. But honestly, those two teams have looked the best here as, as we sit here at the end of Week 8. The Chiefs have looked really, really good. Chiefs, Eagles, probably 1A and 1B. So that's where I sit there. I think the Chiefs have got a really good offense, and that defense has been elite. The best it's been. And the Eagles, I think, are very complimentary football. They They have a solid offense and a very, very good defense. Number two, Ravens. I have them moving up to number two at this point in time. Once again, it's kind of just where you sit. If Baltimore can play to their potential, they're a really good football team. They just haven't done that to this point in time. But they're pretty darn, they've got a lot of talent. When Lamar can throw the ball well and when the wide receivers can catch the ball, that's a pretty darn good Ravens team. They dismantled the Lions this past weekend. So I got Ravens at number two. I've got the Dolphins sitting at number three. I know they got beat by the Eagles on the road, but the Dolphins have been banged up with some injuries. If they're healthy, if they've got everybody back on the offensive line in the backfield and they're at full strength, they're a really good team, especially offensively, probably the most, one of the most, if not the number one, top two elite offensive teams. So I think the Dolphins are up there at, at, in, in the top five rankings at number three. I think the 49ers, which were number one in my previous rankings, they've dropped down to number four at this point in time. Look, they didn't have Debo Samuel last night. That's definitely a humongous missing piece for them. Brock Purdy stumbled the last couple of games. We'll see if he can get out, if he can get back to his ways this next week and the next game that they have. But I think 49ers have a very good team, offense and defense, very complete foot style of football. They play very complimentary style of football, and they're a very complete football team. And then I had the Lions still in the top five, even though it was a bad, bad loss. And I, I don't want to say a bad loss as in it was, you know, you lost to the Ravens. That's a terrible loss. No, point is just that it was a bad loss. You were beaten pretty handily on the road by a good team. You're st- I still think the Lions are a really good football team. I really do. Um, I think they, they, and like Dan Campbell said, sometimes you get beaten like this. It resets you. It refocuses you. And I think the Lions will be better for it in the long run. They've got an easy, winnable game coming up on Monday Night Football against the Raiders uh, this next week. So, and what I hear is like the first time that Monday Night Football has been in Detroit, and God, I don't know, probably six, eight years. Been a long time. But I think the Lions there round out the kind of the top five or six. And so, anyway, I went to the Athletic and I was looking at that, and they're like, oh, look at this. What do you know? Chiefs, Eagles, Ravens, Dolphins, Niners, Lions were the top six. Then it was interesting. Browns, Jaguars, Cowboys, and Buffaloes, according to The Athletic, when it comes 
to the top 10 in the NFL power rankings. Interesting. A three-run walk-off home run. A game-winning walk-off with a walk-off. His second walk-off hit of the season. In walk-off fashion, that baby's gone. Thanks again for all the text messages throughout the show today. It's great to have people listening in and chiming in, no matter if we agree or disagree. Yeah, uh, listener Jared hitting us about the Nuggets getting rings and raising the banner tonight at Ball Arena. Good for them. That's awesome. Great stuff. Uh, Listen to AM 730 Fox Sports Tri-State all year long if you want to hear more about the NBA. (laughs) I could care less about the NBA. Uh, And the Avs going for the NHL record 15 road wins. That's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive for the Avs. We'll see if they can get it done. Uh, Going forward, it is hockey night on ESPN. So that'll do it for our program. Thanks to you. Thanks to Nick Athen. We're back again tomorrow in 23 hours. It's been The Blitz. We'll talk to you then.